Blog Talk Radio. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver With every paper I deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside today The music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I
be the day that I die.
the day that I die This will be the day that I die They were singing Bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this will be the day that I Welcome, everybody, to Journey into the Light, spiritual radio, shining the globe here on a Tuesday night. We are glad that you are here. Um, We have a great guest tonight, and we're going to be taking your phone calls. So all you got to do is pick up the phone and dial on in. The number to call to speak to Julie Servin, she is an excellent medium. The number is 347-884-8245, and press 1 on your phone to come aboard, okay? Um, and let me tell you about Julie. Um, you know, Julie has been with this show here on Journey Into the Light on Blog Talk Radio, and she, um, just in this past, Three to four weeks, a very short time. Her calls have been amazing. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years, over 5,000 shows I've done this journey into the light. So I've seen a lot of uh, guests through this show, okay? Um, And I would easily put Julie in the top 10 of the guests. Um, and Julie's very first call, someone just out of the blue that she didn't know, I didn't even know the caller, okay? And she immediately told this caller that your mom's coming through and she's showing me how she bowled and she bowled a lot and bowling was really important to her. And the lady on the phone broke down in tears and said, yes, she said, my mom, my whole family are big bowlers that runs in the family. We're all into leagues and all this. And you guys out there that bowl, I used to bowl a lot, know what that's we're talking about. Um, truly amazing. And since then, call after call has been so touched by Julie, by not just her connection, but by her um, her direction, her compassion, her um, being there for you. Uh, it's It is an incredible time on the phone with her. Um, Each call, like I said, is so touched. Um, It's remarkable, and that's why I enjoy Julie being on the show like this. Um, And and Julie's brought in, you know, my parents who passed. You know, you know, I mean, maybe you don't know. My my dad died when I was thirteen. And then my mom died next to me in a car at age 16. So by the time I graduated high school, I had no parents. So, yes, that's a, you know, a big reason why I do this show. Um, and I've always said on this show, you know, it's been tough growing, out, growing up without parents. Um, 
you know, I've been with my wife longer than I was with my parents. Well, anyway, short story is uh, last week, Julie told me how I've never been alone. And she said, you got twins, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, your parents have come back to you. They've come back to you and the twins. And she said, you want to know who's who? She said that your son is your mom and your daughter your daughter is your dad. And you know how that matches up? It matches up in so many ways, but it matches up in a big way because my mom, okay, which is now my son, okay, do you follow? My mom is now my son. Well, my son is gay, so he dates men. He has got a feminine side to him feminine side to him he's my mom bingo lights come on yet um (laughs) i know they came on for me uh and then my daughter it's a little bit a little bit sad but my daughter um who was my dad right my dad was a really bad out of control alcoholic and till the last year or two before his death thank god he got cleaned up before he died so us kids could have some good memories right so um my daughter um has an eating disorder that i've talked about on this show before she's been really having a difficult time with this um the past several years well so my dad being an alcoholic, that's a disorder. And then my mom, you know, having a, um, you know, well, I got my dad being an alcoholic, that's a disorder. And then, you know, my daughter now with the eating disorder. So you can see how they kind of match up. So um, in a big way. So I tell you that just to show you the true connection ability of Julie Severin tonight here on the show. So um, uh, Julie's amazing, it's, but it, and it's amazing for me to know that my my parents have come back. I'm still analyzing it. I'm still thinking about it, and. Uh, you know and there's there's so much more there you know my my uh uh you know my wife wasn't supposed to be able to have kids uh and then we end up with the twins and then if you anal- if you know about twins having a boy and a girl is very you know um odd not odd but you know low chance of that so all of these things lined up and happened because, you know, they were supposed to happen. So anyway, um, call into the show, 347-884-8245. This is an hour show on a Tuesday night. And make sure you press 1 on your phone to come aboard, okay? Press 1 on your phone to come aboard, okay? And um, lastly... Um, again, we do free readings. All you have to do is call in and 
um, and press 1. Now you can, if you want, to donate $25 to the homeless. You can do that, and this way your call is comes up next, and we give you extra time. So, um, And it goes for a great, great cause, especially in this extremely cold weather. My gosh, we're here in Oklahoma City where normally it's not really that bad for winter, and today uh, the high was 21, the low tonight, 4 degrees. And, and you know, when you have heat on in your home and all that, it's not bad, you know, <laughs> not bad. But when you're outside, and this is the second year of our homeless mission, Love in Action, I can tell you it's extremely cold, and at 4 degrees, windshield below zero, you can't tough it out. And so, anyway, you can donate more if you like. It goes for a great cause, but, again, you don't have to. But, anyway, so um, so let's go to the phone calls here, and let's uh, first bring in our guest here, Julie Severin, to the show. Julie, welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming on back. How are you doing? Hi. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Doing good, doing good. You know, we haven't done this in a while. Um, why don't you tell the folks, uh, you know, about yourself, how, you know, a little bit about we haven't done that since early part of the shows, and we'll take it from there. How does that sound? Okay. Um, I've always been this way. <laughs> it's It's been, it was the bane of my existence when I was a child, but as I grew older, I learned how to work with it more and started to do it all the time. And um, used to be the treasurer of a regional district, which is a, like a county office. And I was working there for a lot of years and decided to not do that anymore, to do this, because I was told that's what I was supposed to do. So I I like to do as I'm told when it comes to spirit, because I don't want to get shot in the foot by something that I missed out on. So I, what I did was I quit my job and started doing this for a living. And I've been doing it ever since. And I have been quite busy. I've really enjoyed my life. Um, little, few things got a little bit preempted for a while when I got hit head-on by a semi-trailer truck uh, 14 years ago. So I ended up being quite hurt for quite a long time. I had a lot of broken bones, a lot of shatters, most all shatters, and um, ended up a very sick person spent a lot of time in the hospital, lived in the hospital for three months, and then when I got out of the hospital, I had to learn how to walk. In the hospital, I had to learn how to chew, swallow, eat, sit up, and all kinds of different things, again, because your body does forget that stuff if it doesn't do it. So I ended up having quite an interesting experience with the whole thing, and I still feel that even though it was a really negative experience and it felt really horrible to have it happen, I still feel it was the best thing that could have happened to me because I really and truly do feel when people say to me, you know, this hurts or that hurts, I really understand what they're talking about. So my empathy has has gone through the roof and I care so much more because of that. So it was an interesting experience all the way around. One I'm not going to be um, repeating, but at least I learned a lot and that was good. And now I'm just busy doing what I do. So it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy myself. And I meet a lot of lovely people, so that's really a win-win situation for me too. What would you say, Julie, would be some of the things 
um, you love doing, you know, as far as your work, what do you enjoy that it brings a couple of the things? I love teaching people to come into their power and to learn how to use their own abilities. To me, that is more important than anything because we can walk blind for a long time and not know what it is we're capable of doing until somebody can teach us and show us because we don't remember that stuff. It's taken away from our memory. And so it's really important for us to learn it again, relearn it, remember who we are and what we are, what we're capable of doing and how amazing we are rather than always feeling like we're not successful, we're not this, we're not that. We are amazing. And to me that is the most wonderful gift to be able to share that. Um, The other part is to teach people how to self-heal and how to look after themselves in that way because, to me, um, learning how to heal our bodies is also a part. So I like to work with people, you know, if they've got some medical issues or if they've got any problems coming from that direction and, you know, possibly maybe we can help them to heal that stuff. And um, basically just teaching them to work with their angels and how to be awake and how how to participate in their life rather than just watch it go by. Yeah, because, I mean, you talk about, you know, we all can tune in. We all can. Um, it's all in in learning and, and, you know, meditating and just working on your gifts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's beautiful if you can start, you know, if you can start doing it and just learning to trust your intuitions and your instincts, you'll be amazed at how quickly they start to really wake up. You know, our our angels are just waiting for us to talk to them. They're just waiting with bated breath because they have been waiting for a long time for us to wake up and pay attention to what's going on in our world. And so many people just don't wake up. They just stay asleep. And so the gift here is to learn how to be awake, how to pay attention, how to come to your maximum, how to be able to do what you desire in your life, how to create what you desire in your life, how to manifest how to make things happen so that you don't have to sit back and wait for them to happen. You create them just with your own feelings and knowings, your inner knowings. Yeah, I mean, I always find myself, um, the more I meditate, the more I slow down, the more, and I and I, you look for stuff too. You, uh, A lot of people say, oh, it, it's hocus pocus, it don't work. Um, you know, and, and it's because they're not trying, but also they're, they got so many, uh, distractions. They're moving from, you know, point A to B, they got the cell phone out, they got the computer, TV, you know, kids in the background screaming, um, you know, with all that, you're not going to hear anything or see anything. No, that's true. Quieting the mind. You know, a lot of people have said to me for years, how do you get your answers so quickly? Well, you know what? The answers come quickly. If you quietly allow them and you just listen. And that has been one of the biggest things for me to learn because I've always been a doer and a busy person. I've always been such a busy person. And I like to be busy, but I'm also of the understanding that it's really important sometimes to just quiet the mind and let what's coming through come through so that you've got integrity with it. And you can feel the words. You can feel everything if you're just paying attention a little bit. So it's really amazing, actually. It really is. Quite beautiful. 
Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, um, why don't we uh, take our first caller of the evening? How does that sound? Good. All right. Sounds great. Um, so you guys call on in, 347-884-8245. Make sure you press the one on your phone to come aboard, okay? All right. And, again, as I said in the chat room, if anybody in the chat on live Facebook can share this out to 10 or more 10 spiritual or more. groups, um, let me know, and I will guarantee to bring you in up top, too. So uh, let me know, okay? I'll open up to three. But only three. Okay, and let me know your area code. All right, let's go first to um, area code, first one up, 518. Uh, welcome, oh, uh, New York. Can we get your first name? Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, um, thank you. Um, how are you? Talking to you. And yes, how I'm, are you? I'm good. I'm good. 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 Um, I was wondering um, if I had any messages. Okay. And and from someone specifically, because it's so busy up there right now that they're all asking me to please ask for specifics. <laughs> um, Amazingly enough. <laughs> you mean name the person I want to? Mm-hmm. Please do, um, because it's getting really busy. <laughs> my mother or father. Okay. Old souls, hey? Very old souls. I actually see them. They're doing the (laughs) cha-cha. Are they? Yeah. They're doing the cha-cha. So they're telling me how old they are. They've been around for a long time, a lot of lifetimes, and a lot of laughs. And they're very happy. Okay, Elizabeth, what do they want to tell you? They're asking you, what are you doing right now to help yourself feel better? Mm. They're concerned. You're tired. You're not feeling as well as you should be. So they want you to take more care of yourself, okay? Because one of the big things that the angels want is they want us to take care of ourselves because they know that we're here for a good long time. We aren't just going to up and leave. So it's a really big concern for them to make sure that everybody is looking after themselves right now um, because there's a lot of flu bugs going around. There's a lot, of, a lot of things going around that can be a little frightening for people. So the best thing to do is to just pay very close attention to your health and make sure that you are paying close attention to it at all times. Mm-hmm. Keep your immune system really high. Um, they're very, very nice people very kind and um, what did they do for a living? What did they do? Um, my father was a fireman uh, in from New York City. Oh, um, a fireman. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And my um, mother was a housewife. A witch? A, a housewife. A yeah. housewife. She, she raised a lot home. of children. They oh, took in did. foster children and Oh, wow, so that's what I'm seeing, such kind people. But I'm also seeing um, I'm seeing all kinds of different things. I'm seeing um, astrology. Are you interested in astrology? No, no. Was your mother? No. 
That's interesting because it's coming up. Okay, um, astrology, I'm seeing um, your mother was, was a very, very dear person. She really, really cared a lot about a lot of people, and yes. a lot of people cared about her mm-hmm. a lot. She had a lot of people who really loved her a lot, and uh, she wants everybody to know she's doing very well. All of the people who worried about her, and even when she was dying, they're really wanting, she wants them to know she's doing very well, okay? Mm-hmm. So she wants your whole family to know that, and she also wants everybody who were her friends, because I see a lot of friends around her. She had a lot of people who loved her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Very kind, very kind and very good people, and they still remember her to this day, and they still care so much about her, and I see that she is... Um, she's just wanting you to know that she's really doing well, okay? Mm-hmm. And, I was uh, wondering if she could, they could guide me in regards to um, my daughter, um, who's an adult uh, woman, but very, very anxious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, am I doing okay. right, or do they have any suggestions? Or Their feeling on the subject is that you are to just do it as slowly and carefully as you can because your daughter isn't quite ready to listen. Yeah. Not quite ready. Yeah. So she's she's listening but not listening. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. She gets a little bit and then she steps back again. She's kind of afraid to actually commit herself to healing um and it feels to me like she's got some really really powerful energy around her um i'm see that i see she sees things she's got a lot of power that way okay so Mm. she might be overwhelmed by it she's she's really got a lot of vision a lot okay i don't understand you mean from the other side yes she's got psychic abilities Oh, she she so she thinks it's garbage. You know, I am so I know. into it, and she she just, doesn't think it's garbage. She's not telling you. She sees stuff, and she's it scares her, really scares her, because she hasn't got her filters out, and she's seeing the dark stuff too. Okay. Oh my God, so, that's shocking. Pardon me. That that's shocking. You know, because yeah. she just rails well, against it. She doesn't want mm-hmm. me to talk about it. Well, she's I? really upset about it because it scares her so badly. It really scares her. Um, so the only thing that you can do is just try and try and be as patient as you can. And I would say just be as, don't be over overly overt with what your beliefs are because it really scares her to the point of of almost over the edge. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, so, that's what it so, does. So in what way do I, you just not not bring it up? Um, I'm I'm trying to get her to. Mm-hmm. Um, be more grateful to, you know, and um, uh, I, I think this would lower her anxiety um, and oh, to be a manifestor. Absolutely, it would. I don't disagree with and, you. Spirituality is a wonderful thing, but if you're frightened and you see things and you feel things, it's not a wonderful thing at all. I have a lot of friends who do this, and I have clients, you know, who have ended up actually in a home because because it's so much they can't handle it. So, you know, she's at the place where she feels overwhelmed. So the best thing to suggest is to just be calm, 
and just don't push her. Just let her do what she needs to do. Okay. So don't even bring it up. Don't don't talk no. about it. Or no, don't bring it up. When she's ready, she'll bring it up. When she's ready to talk to you, she'll bring it up, and she's ready to tell you what she sees and what she feels. Your now parents, she just has a new son. Does he have the ability to? Yes, he will have it. He will. Oh my God! Absolutely. Yep. Runs in the family, you know. You have it too, you know. Oh, I, I, uh, I don't. But you handle it better. You handle it better because you've got more balance and, and a better basis for yourself. But, but your daughter doesn't handle it very well at all. And so, the best thing to do for her would be to just, just let, just be quiet about it for a while until she's ready to really talk about it. And I figure there's going to be about, uh, about a year until she. If, if, the quieter you are about it, the more her curiosity will come through. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So so if you're just quiet and you don't push and you don't say a word, wait for her to start asking you questions because she does want to, but she's not quite ready. She's still very reticent about it, okay? So do you, I had read just somewhere and, um, it, you know, be an example and rather mm-hmm. than a, a lecturer, but just you can yes. teach her through your example. So basically is yes. that what they're saying? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what they're saying. They said they taught you that way, too. They didn't push at you. They just let you learn, right? Well, they were, they, but they were not. Um, my mother was a devout cat that, that was not on their radars when they were oh, on no, Earth. Oh, no, it wasn't, but I'm just saying with your life lessons and everything, your parents didn't push mm-hmm. you hard. They just allowed you to learn them, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And so that's what they're asking of you to do for her. Just allow her to just learn what she has to learn and just let her discover her own her own abilities on, on her own time because she will. It will come. There's no question about that. Oh, could I, it, 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 it will come before a breakdown because she is yes. just so yes. on, the, on the edge. If she has a little breakdown, it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Because sometimes the breakdown, you know, the, the toughest people in the world are the ones that try and hold everything in. The ones who are so tough, they just hold everything in. They don't want anybody to see how they feel. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of person she is. She's strong, very strong. But she doesn't let her feelings out at all. And once she, once she starts to feel like she can trust and start talking to you about it, she will. And I know she will. I can feel it. Okay. Okay. I just have one yeah. final question. Was okay. Is there any relationship between my daughter um, and um, somebody else in my family, um, like one of my sisters? In a good way, you mean? No, in a past no. life. Oh, in a past life. Okay, past mm-hmm. life. Yes. Yes. I see that your daughter has been like a, like, no wonder she's so scared of religion. She's been a priest, a, a mother superior. She's been the head of a whole nunnery. Oh my and your sister was, yeah, your sister was there with her, and they were working together. And your sister um, was, I, I, okay, I've got to just say that. She dabbled in some dark arts, okay? Mm-hmm. And... What happened is it pretty much fried the whole nunnery. They all suffered from it. 
because they were so hurt from what happened. So um, that's where her her lack of trust comes from. She's got no trust in spirit because she she was she died from from somebody playing with some witchcraft. Which and and I mean, don't hold it against your sister now because that was then and this is now, right? Mm-hmm. But understand that that it's carried a, a long scar for her. So. Um, if she's interested in tra- in practicing any Wiccan stuff, it might bring her through in the way that you desire. It might not be what you think, but it might be a way for her to open up to her abilities. But wait until she discovers that she's going to. She'll discover her own abilities in no time. It's just she's got to have some time with it just to learn herself. It's like she's learning herself all over again. That lifetime was so painful for her. It left her absolutely paralyzed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a bad thing that this stuff happens. It just does, right? Mm-hmm. Many mm-hmm. things happened in many lifetimes when we were in other lifetimes, and they weren't exactly fun times. But most of them carried heavy, heavy stuff, a lot of lessons involved, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Your daughter carries a lot of that into this lifetime. And now what's happened is karma is cl- is clearing out. We are healing. This planet is healing. The people on it are healing. So what's happening is every single lesson that we had in every single lifetime is now coming to hit us now. So the lessons aren't as hard, but they're there. And for those of us who have some pretty difficult memories, it's difficult for us to even understand that concept. Okay? Mm -hmm. So... The best thing I can suggest is to just stay as as quiet as you can with it and just let her mull through it and work her way through it because she will. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome, love. Okay. Bless you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thanks for your call. Gosh, what a great, great connection there. Um. The uh, let me give to the folks out there. Um, that's what I'm talking about to all the listeners out there. What a great uh, reading that Julie gives. Uh, it's more than just a connection to your, you know, to you know people on the other side, your loved ones. Um, it's also a direction, a healing. It's a, it's just beautiful. Um, that's what I'm talking about. I, I think you, you obviously, if you hear. You can understand it more than you know me saying it, but um, but uh, get a pen and a piece of paper, okay? I'm gonna give out Julie's contact information if you want to reach her for a private full reading, okay? So get that out. And I do want to say to the listeners out there, um, again, you do tonight. You can call in. Make sure you press the one on your phone. I think a lot of people don't have the one pressed on their phone. You can press the one on your phone to uh, get in line, and you need to, okay? Otherwise, you'll be in the listening category. So don't forget to do that. Press the one on your phone. Now, we've got a lot of people called in. We thank everybody um, for calling in. We've got a lot of people, meaning, you know, uh, so if you want a free reading, obviously with time, uh, this is just an hour show. There's just 20 minutes left. Uh, can't get to everybody, obviously. So if you want to guarantee to get your call in, you can go and donate to the homeless, $25. Um, that's all you got to do. Um, and you're going to go 
will guarantee to bring your call in as far as giving you a thank you. Now, if you want extra time tonight, you want the call tonight, and you want extra time, you can donate to the homeless $49, and you get extra time. Now, again, you could hold, wait for free reading, and if we get to you like we did the first caller, we'll bring you on up, okay? But, again, there's 15 people with you waiting, okay? Just so you, hopefully I made it clear. You can donate. The links are on the radio show page as far as uh, uh, links, as far as uh, uh, the GoFundMe, also PayPal. They're also listed here um, as, you know, as far as uh, on the uh, Facebook Live also. And uh, so, you can go there. If you need help or assistance, I'll come to you in the screening room or chat. Let me know after you make a donation. Now, I want to give out, as I promised, Julie's contact information, which is her phone number. First is 778-472-1956. 778-472-1956 is the phone number. Um, and uh, Julie, uh, what is that email address? Severn, S E V E R N, 2000 at gmail.com. Severn, 2000 at gmail.com. S E V as in Victor, E Robert Norman, 2000 at gmail.com. All right. All right. Um, All right, so um, there you go, and we're going to go to the next call. And uh, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring in Kim from Tennessee. Welcome, Kim. Hello. Kim, are you there? I'm here. Okay, we can't hear you. Last try for Kim. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, hear me we now. can. Yep. Okay. You can. It's like Verizon commercial, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my location. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yes. Where are you calling from? Uh, Kelso, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. Okay, what can I do for you tonight, my dear? Uh, I'd like to get in touch with James. James? Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing I get is he's crying. He's crying because he feels like he feels like he got stuck in a void. And he's going home. But he hasn't fully gone yet. He's he's waiting. What's he waiting for, James? Did he die really suddenly? Yes, he did. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and so what's happening is he is, um, and, and how long ago was it? Be eight years in June. He's been stuck a long time. Yeah, I know. Poor he baby. comes in my dreams a lot. <laughs> Poor baby. Okay, so the first thing that I want to ask you, is it okay if we help him go home? Um, 
will he still be able to help me? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I want him. I want him to go where he needs to go. Yeah, he does. He needs to go home, and and sometimes we get stuck full. So what I'm going to do right now, and he's he's begging to do it because he's been stuck for a long time. Yeah. Okay, James. Let's just open up a doorway, please. It's time for you to go home. It's safe now. His grandfather, is it okay if his grandfather calls him? His grandfather? Yeah, there's a grandfather, a great-grandfather, somebody waiting there for him. An old, old man. Well, his his dad passed a few years ago. I don't know about any grandparents, but yeah, they're all gone too. Yeah, it's an old, old man. And he's holding a fishing pole and he says, come, come, come. Let's go and have some fun. Probably Paul Crawford. Been waiting a long time for you. Go to the light, James. Oh, he's crying. He's so happy. He's (laughs) going up there. He's going. It's okay. Do you feel those shivers all through you? (laughs) It's so nice. He's smiling now. He's smiling and he's running to him. It's good. It's good. He says, I'm not going to forget you. I'll never forget you, and if you call me, I'll come. But now I can go home and I can be safe. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm so sorry I hurt you. But nothing hurts anymore. I was in a loop and I couldn't get out of it. I kept seeing the same things over and over. But now they're gone. And I'm peaceful. There's God. I'm there now. Thank you. Thank you. And now he can heal. Poor baby. He will come back anytime you need him, though, okay? He has been watching over you as well, but he's been stuck in this loop and unable to get out of it, which is a most unpleasant situation for a poor young man, isn't it? Yes, it is. So this is good because now he feels way better, way better. He's peaceful, he's happy, and he feels like he's just gone where he needed to go. It's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been waiting to go for a long time. He thanks you for calling him. He thanks you for paying attention to what he needed because nobody else could hear him. You heard him, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you did. I've been trying to tell him to go home for a long time. Well, he's gone now. Isn't that nice? That's really nice. That makes him peaceful. It makes him at, at home. It makes him rested. He's like... He's just so happy, and that's really lovely. If we can help somebody do that all the time, that's just the best, isn't it? Yeah, I think a lot of it's because I haven't been letting him go. Yeah, he knows that. But you're ready now. It's taken you a while, but you're ready now, and that's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. When you're ready, when you're ready, and he knew you were ready, you know that? He knew. Yeah. Poor baby. 
but there's a lot of love there, a lot. And he'll yeah, come no. back. You know, now that he's gone home to heal, he can now get himself ready to come back and be with you. You know. Yeah. In the family. Mm-hmm. In the family. <laughs> he'll yeah. come and join the family again. Yep. He well, will. I think that. Yeah, kind of think that's gonna happen pretty soon. <laughs> I think it will too. <laughs> <laughs> and when you were talking to the last lady, I felt like you were talking to me. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Aww, that's hard. But you know, these kids are these kids have got a mind of their own, and and they'll listen when they're ready, and no sooner, isn't that so? You know, they just won't yeah. listen until they're ready. And there's nothing we can do to make them. We just have to just trust them and know that they're on the path they're on and it's the way they're supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah. Patience. Good or bad. And patience just is gotta... not an easy thing. It's not easy. But if you persevere, it will show you that it was worth it in the long run. You know? Don't give up. Yeah. Just don't give up. Know that it's all going to be okay, you know? The lessons have go, gone away on this planet, so people will start becoming a lot more relaxed. People will start becoming a lot more calm about things. There won't be so much angst. People are going to be starting to learn that it's okay. Everything is okay. And that we are protected and looked after. And we are loved so much for who we are and what we do. It's just amazing how much we're loved. So it's that accessing of that love for inside of yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And once we do that, it's it's amazing, you know. Once we start looking at the inside, we start going, "Wow. Have you ever connected with your angels?" I I just these people come to me a lot. They uh show me signs they're around all the time. My mother, my sister, I mean, it just it just cool. happens. I just I just really pay attention. I'm I'm real big into astrology and numerology and I just pay attention nice. to every little thing that everything that happens and, and uh, nice. That's good. Yeah, being in touch yeah. with it is really good. And that's really awesome that you do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about your own angels? I don't know who who it is. Um keep well, feeling you like have it's a six grand. of them, which means that you've got a lot of strong energy around you. You have six angels watching over you at all times. That tells me right now that you've got a really open spirit because the more angels a person has, the more their spirit is open to everything. So when 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 I, when they tell me how many there are, it's like, okay, this one's ready. All right, so let's do this. Okay, so just close your eyes and get really comfortable. Don't have anything crossed. Oh, my legs are. They usually are. <laughs> but no. <laughs> you don't okay, want me good. to sit? No I'm crossing. sitting straight. Okay. Yeah, just sit nice and... Because when you cross, what happens is it shuts off your energy. You know how we cross our arms in front of us? And we cross our legs as well? Well, we do that <coughs> because it's safer to keep people out, right? And energy, too, yeah. if we don't want it around us. Yeah. So we cross. we cross things. And... We don't even realize we're doing it, but we do. And as soon as we do that, it shuts off the energy, so we want to make sure that it's flowing and working, especially when we're working with angels. Okay, so keep your eyes closed. 
and say out loud to your angels, Angels, come to me with love. Angels, come to me with love. Oh, yeah. I can feel that. Keep your eyes closed. Look really hard to the left just with your eyeballs. Do you see those little flashing lights? They're like little strobe lights. They'll be just to the side. You see them? Did, Did you say you got them? Not really, no. Look to the other side. See if you can see them on the other side. Sometimes people aren't really comfortable when they're doing this, especially if it's on the radio or anything. So when you're in bed tonight, try it some more. But I suspect that you're going to see them because they're right there and they're just itching for you to show them, for them, for you to see them. So um, just tell them, angels, I want to see you. Show yourselves right now, please. You have angels, the power. I want to see you. Show yourselves right now, please. And then crush, close, keep your eyes closed and then try looking again. You got them now? There'll just be a little light in your eyes. I think this lamp's bothering me over here. Oh, maybe. That I've got on. Okay. Okay, so, so tonight when you go into bed, you try that, okay? Just call your angels to come to you with love. Make sure it's always with love. Don't do it any other way because there are other things out there that you can call in by accident. You don't want to do that, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just call with love at all times, and you will see them. They're just itching for you to see them. So um, just do it in a relaxed state tonight when you get into bed, and you'll just be amazed, okay? That's the that's the best way right now is to do that when you're in bed because if you're comfortable that way and then no lights around you or anything like that. You can see them really well in the him. dark. I saw him one time, um, not a year after he had passed with my dad. When I closed my eyes one day, I saw both of them together and they never met. They were my dad was passed before I met James. Mhm. And I saw them both playing his day together. Nice. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. They let me know they had met. They, he always wanted to meet my dad. And they let me know they were together, I felt like. That's cool. That's really cool. So they're getting along just fine, like a house on fire, eh? Yeah. Well, if he was at home, then how could that have been? It's easy to do. Because they can, they can, um, okay, so I'll explain it to you. When there's um, a soul is stuck, a lot of times other energies will go and try and help them, okay? And so what's happening is he's, he was trying, they were trying to be help, helpful to him, just to get him okay. out of the place he was in, okay? So okay. it's pretty quite, quite, it's a giving, loving thing that our angels do. They're quite amazing, actually, and they are very helpful. And so if, if this person who's passed on was helping him, it was just trying. He can come down to that level. He can come down to that level, but he can't stay down there forever, right? He can just come down yeah. and help out yeah. and then go back. So that's what I see he's done, okay, which okay. is totally loving and caring, really nice. 
because he needed it, you know. James needed it. He needed somebody to come and talk to him. So I would, but he, nobody could save him until he wanted to save himself. Do you understand? Yes. It's not possible. You can't save somebody until they want to save themselves. So that's oh, yes. where he was. He was stuck with that. He couldn't get out of there. So he got visited. He got, he did come to you in your dreams. You knew he was stuck. You knew that. And so that's how, you know, kind of neat, isn't it? I think he's. I think he's been trying to help me with the situation with my daughters that's going on a few years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, the child just has to decide to heal on her own. You can't push her. You just can't. She's going to do it on her own. She's a stubborn one. She comes by it honestly. And she's not a oh, bad yeah. person. She's not a no, bad she's person. No, she's not. She's not. No. No, she's she a good knows person. what I do. She knows what I do yeah. is real. She just, you know, like the other lady was saying, she don't really want to talk about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's she okay. Can see, she can see things too. I know. I know. And she'll talk about it with you when she wants to, you know. Our kids have to just be trusted that they're going to do what they're going to do when they want to do it. And that's the big one. And I've got two daughters. I know exactly what it's like. And. You know, they they go through fits and starts where sometimes they believe and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they don't want to talk about it. And so I've learned to just step back and just say nothing and just, you know, it's okay. It really is. You can't can't make somebody believe what you believe because you want them to. It's just the way it is. And I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm just saying that's the way the dynamics are, right? And so every single person is going to do what they want to do in their own time. And... You know, it's. I, I remember I used to have this beautiful, beautiful um, needlework thing that I made years ago when my kids were little. My oldest daughter was little, and I made this needlework thing. And it was a picture of a little child who is an angel. And it said, please be patient. God isn't finished with me yet. And it's quite uh-huh. true, isn't it? Yes, it is. And Yeah, so I put that up in the wall in my daughter's bedroom. And she ended up taking it with her when she left home because she loved it so much. But it was funny because it was so true. It was so true. There's nothing that we can do to do anything to interfere with anybody's stuff that they're going through and what they're feeling and everything. But what we can do is we can send the energy and the angels to them to help them. That's what we can do. We can send angels to help them to wake up and understand what's happening to them. Right? Yes, and and I think it's... This is happening now. She is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's been in a bad situation for a long time, and uh, she needs to be with me. Um, mm-hmm. And she had told me before that she had a feeling that if she ever had a baby, that it would be a little boy, and it would be just like her daddy. Mm. So I'm thinking nice. maybe maybe that's why this is happening now, because he needed to move on so that can happen. Yes. I, That's I felt exactly like what it is. I feel like this whole time he's he's not been able to move on. No, he hasn't. He's been stuck a long time. And I've seen people who have been stuck for short periods of time. I've seen people who have been stuck for, you know, like maybe a couple of years. He's actually kind of a record breaker staying that stuck that long. So, you know, um, it's good you let him go. It is. He needed to do that. Yeah, gotta let him go. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And bless your heart for doing it. And Kim, we gotta let you her. go. 
Um, okay, thank you. Okay, thank love. You. Okay, okay. And Kim, Bye-bye. here is Kim. Here is the phone number if you want to jot it down to contact Julie privately. And for everybody else out there, if you would like a private session, here is the phone number uh, 778-472-1956. 778-472-1956. We contact Julie after the show, uh, set up a private session. Or Julie, what is the email address? Severn2000. S as in Sam, E-V-E, Robert Norman, 2000 at gmail.com, Severn2000 at gmail.com. Okay, and um, and I just want to let folks know out there that um, anybody else that wants to get in, we're going to take Michael next, and anybody else that wants to donate $25 to the homeless will still bring your call in, otherwise... The next call with Michael will be the last call. You could donate through PayPal or GoFundMe. Um, so, um, and otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow night, uh, nine Eastern, eight Central, six Pacific. Let's bring in Michael from uh, Maine. Welcome, Michael. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? I'm well. Good. How are you? Good. I'm in the middle of a shift. I opened up a restaurant, and what I mean by shift is spiritual shift. Um, yes, I got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I opened up a restaurant called Timberwolves, and I opened it up with uh, some beautiful people, um, you know, helped me get to where I'm at. And then there's just been a little stagnant stuff going on, and I've been showing a lot of compassion uh, to people mm-hmm. that work here, you know, I had someone, a young man, take from me today. And when he mm-hmm. took from me, my spirit guides were yelling at me to, to let him know. And I told him, I said, my spirit guides are yelling at me. I know you took from me. And he finally admitted it, and he was shocked that I didn't fire him. And he's like, how come you didn't fire me? I said, because I believe in giving people chances. I said, please, do not, just do your job. Don't do it again. And I'm just wondering, you know, because, you know, I'm really trying to, to ramp up business and and move the business forward. And I'm using the the – I've hired a couple ladies, and they, you know, they are really in gratitude because I'm appreciating everything that they're doing. And I'm wondering, what do I need to do to take it to the next level so my community embraces everything that I'm doing? Okay, the first thing that you don't need to do is worry about it too much because okay. it's coming. It's coming okay. whether you like it or not, okay? Oh, you so, feel it? Yes, I'm I'm being told not for you not to worry because it's coming the way it's supposed to and it's going to be it's going to work really well. Um the other thing that I'm being told is that your spirit um has a bit of fear over it. And so it's really important to let go of that fear and understand okay. that it's not it's not necessary anymore. What used to happen doesn't doesn't need to happen anymore. Okay. Okay. How about you, this new you, new position that I? Uh, okay, I I put one of the women in charge of something that I really wanted, mm-hmm. and she was really excited, and she completed the task, and she over completed the task, and I was so excited. I just wonder, is that going to go well? I'm thinking that it's, I feel it's just going to be the right 
it's going to be right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing I'm being told to tell you is don't worry. It's all really working in your favor, everything. The whole thing is working in your favor. The business, um, the connections, the people that you're going to connect with, it's all working really well. So it's just a case of trust right now, and it's going to work exactly the way you're planning it. Okay. And then okay. Um, the other thing that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm someone that uh, I – I believe in love without definition. I'm mm-hmm. still like that little child that just is amazed at people, and I love people. And I'm learning that I need to balance that with reality mm-hmm. because some people take advantage of it. And I just want to know, you know, what do you, who do you feel around me right now spiritually? And I am, I am a healer too, just so you know. That's I knew that already. Um, you're looking oh you've got some archangels around you you've got a whole bunch of protection around you um, to, to make sure that you're okay you've got a lot a lot of energy around you looking after you um, I'm seeing the archangel uh, Michael I'm seeing Raphael and I'm seeing Metatron even so you've been doing some work with Metatron I can see um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be okay. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. Um, I've been moving a lot of energy in the last couple yeah, of weeks, you especially. Yeah, you have. You've been a very busy guy, haven't you? Yeah, uh, it, but you're manifesting yeah. and you're you're creating a different energy, so it's really a good thing. Um, and then what? Who else? Oh, there's a Buddha. Buddha's around you, too. Interesting. You Buddha's are there? really picking up the energy. There's a Buddha right outside of my restaurant. But, oh, nice. You know, yeah, so you picked up that. There's. Uh, yeah. Do you see Nick? Is Nick somewhere around? Only sometimes. Okay. Not always. How is, how is Nick doing? Great. Just great. Yeah. Okay. Actually, he's, jokingly, very jokingly, because he's a card, he says, Oh, so you picked up on his energy, really? You need someone to Wish you were here, but, but he's kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Let him know I he's love joking. him. And, yeah, he's, he's he a jokester. That. So you picked he up on... Jokester. How about my grandmother? Did you pick up on her energy? <sighs> Laura was her name. She says, I am so happy that you care so much about what's in the cookie jar because you know what? I taught you that. I taught you how oh, to pay attention. Do you know that, oh, my, you're, what you just said was in my mind. We cook together <laughs> in spirit. I go That's in the cool. kitchen. When I go in the kitchen, I call her in. I'm not, I just That's do it. Perfect. And I don't even say it out loud. She's just there. Yeah, she is. She you is. You picked up on that. Isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. She's pretty wow. cool. She's wow, very just, cool. Wow, I love her. She's a beautiful energy. She is a beautiful energy. And she now says, the don't, only worry thing I, yeah, okay. don't worry about her. Don't worry about her. She's doing great. The only thing I have to ask is, my family, usually on my mother's side, um, there's an energy from, it's a generational energy, and it mm-hmm. attacks every so often. This time I was on top of it because someone had told me, just it's coming from your mother's side of the family. 
you know, make sure you protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, what do we need to do to heal that energy? And it's the energy of fear, it's an energy of loss, and it's an energy that if you're not paying attention to it, it, it can get you sick. Oh, that's yeah. not nice. It, uh-uh. No, and I want to break that mold. I thought a couple years ago I was in the hospital and they said I had a heart problem. And anyway, um, I prayed and did some indigenous medicine while I was in the hospital. And then I released it. And the creator came to me and said, Michael, you're fine. You let them mm-hmm. know that you're fine. And I let the doctors know that I was fine. Heart mm-hmm. doctor went in my heart said, you can go home. Nice. That's the power of the medicine. But I want to make sure that, you know, I want to. I okay. want um, it, It's that's kind of a lengthy question, so okay. um, and I don't think they would give me enough time to answer it. So, um, okay. take my email address down, and okay. I will help you. Okay. Um, okay. I'll help you with with clearing it and learning how to do it, because okay. it's really not hard. It's just that it's not quick. You know. Okay. Um. If I can, if I, and so my email is Severn two thousand S E V E R N S E Sam Sam yeah. S as in Sam E mm-hmm. V as in mm-hmm. Victor E Robert Norman two thousand at gmail dot com. No, at g at gmail dot com. Okay, so it's and S-V-E-R-N. I would like you to email me S E V E R N. Yeah, Severn. I like that. Yeah. Seven with an R, it's just easy. (laughs) Okay, well, I want to tell you, I really appreciate Michael for having these shows. I appreciate you for being on his show. And I just want to say thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. Much love. Yes, yes, thank you. And you're telling me to release here. If you have any questions and you want to ask me something or you, and, you know, you need anything, just let me know. But, I, I mean, do please contact me so that I can help you out with the clearing the karma, okay? Oh, so you already know. Okay, yeah. you're right on point. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, love and light. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love and light to you, too. Bye. Wow. Cool. All right. <laughs> I remember he calls last night so uh, and anyway so I'm glad you're able to, to to give him the help he needed so that was that was great that was Good. awesome yeah. so I recognized his his uh, name and voice and all that came back to me from last night so, mm-hmm. um, so uh, alright well that's gonna um, again uh, wrap up but I want to give out again one last time Julie's phone number seven seven eight four seven two nineteen fifty six. Um and that's gonna do it. Uh well, Julie will be back on Sunday night next week. So uh Julie, a great show and have a good week and weekend coming up. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. All right, good talk night. soon. Okay, All right. good night. Okay, thanks. Good night. All right, that's Julie Severin to the show. Isn't she a delight? Really sweet, uh, really caring, and just really great when you can bring that energy together um, of just, uh, you know, just true compassion and caring and uh, just being real. I mean, just uh, today's uh, today's day and age, we, it's, um, 
I see it way too often and way too often. It's, it's, it's people play games and, and they play games with how much I can get out of you. And then, you know, once they're done with you, spit you out like, uh, yesterday's trash. Really? I've, I've witnessed it and witnessed it a lot in my 10 years of doing radio. Um, and I'm, I'm just shocked though. It's in the spiritual community, but happens again over and over. And I told someone recently, I said, you know, I'm just too nice, too nice. Sometimes I don't know if if you can be too nice, but, um, I, you know, if if you're nice and you know what I'm talking about, uh, some people will just take advantage of it and roll you. I mean, just to be, you know, just take advantage of it. And they always say, you know, if someone uh, does something wrong to you, you know, or something like that, shame on them. But if you let them do it a second time, then shame on you. Um, and, and you know, I, I just have been amazed my situations that have I've come in contact with recently. Uh, it's it's been amazing, um, just unreal. But anyway, I will leave it there. Right. As Kelly is saying in the chat, it adds to their karma. Right. Right. It's on them. You know, and what I'm talking about is sometimes you think you're friends with people because they claim that they're friends with you. And then one thing you say, not even rudely, you just say something like, example, well, let's let's try this. You know what I'm saying? And then boom, like a bomb went off. You know, like, uh, screw you, have a nice life, I'm out of here. That Basically, you know, that. And then you're thinking, now correct me if I'm wrong, if that's truly a friend, okay? Truly a friend? Would a friend do that? Seriously. I think a friend would say, at least I would, this way I am. If someone says something to me and they're a friend and they say something and I, I don't really like it, I'll say, ah, don't. I don't like that. What about this? That's what I do. Um, but anyway. And then to see it back to back in, in a matter of a couple of days. Now that's amazing. So, I'm going to close up the show. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> get me in trouble. And I'll just leave it there. So, you know, you just wish those people on their way. And um, and I guess you learn. And, and But here's the thing is, do you, do you change? Do you then become not so nice? Do you, so this doesn't happen to you again? 
Do you? I don't know. Don't know. So, time will tell, right? Right. But it's a shame. I, like I said, in the real, and then I should say real. You know, outside the spiritual community, I understand that. I get it. And I do a radio show, another radio show that's not in the spiritual community. And, you know, things can be kind of uh, rough sometimes. Though there's a lot of caring people there, too, though. You'd be surprised. Um, people maybe or maybe more authentic than here. You know, I haven't had no one there do that to me. But here I I have numerous times in my ten years. I don't know. Kelly says don't let anybody change you. <clears throat> I don't know. Thank you, <clears throat> Kelly. I am caring. I'm caring almost to a fault, you know. I'm caring to uh, maybe one day I'll meet my match. I'll meet someone that's caring. I don't know. But anyway, I'll leave it there. And you guys have a good evening, okay? Love all you guys that are still hanging out, listening to me. Uh, and uh, we'll see you here tomorrow for another great show. Um, and we'll have a new guest on tomorrow. Looking forward to her coming out. Uh, so it'll be all posted tomorrow. Make sure you're friends with me on Facebook. Everything is posted there. And have a pleasant, beautiful evening. I know I will with my cat, Mary, and my wife, and my son once he gets home. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I love you.